Some more Zion Johnson talk? Heck yeah, we got that here on Locked On Boston College. We're going to look at why his draft pick means a big deal for the Boston College program, especially for Jeff Halfley, and where BC goes in the future in terms of the draft and the program themselves. All of this and more on today's Locked On Boston College. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black. Happy Thursday, everyone. Can't believe we got past hump day. Man, it's been a long week. But, you know, I was thinking, you know, we talked about Zion Johnson a lot in the last couple of weeks. We talked about him with Mitch Wolf. We discussed his, um, you know, his draft. But I, I thought there was still some more meat on the bones about this topic. And with no t- other teams really playing right now, It feels like it's a good time to kind of go back and revisit the weekend and talk about a few more pieces of this news story that I think is still very interesting to bring up. So the first part is Zion Johnson going in the first round. Now, as we said on Sunday, Johnson is the first BC player to go in the first round since Chris Lindstrom, a guard as well, went to the Atlanta Falcons in 2019. Since then, Boston College had a couple players go. They had A.J. Dillon and Hunter Long go in the last two years, but those were in later rounds. Well, Dylan in the second. So what does it mean to BC in their program to have a guy go in the first round? What is what does Johnson's draft pick mean to BC? Well, first of all, there's a lot you can take away from this that BC can build on. This is a storyline and a story that Jeff Halfley and Coach Googs can sell to recruits all over the place because Zion's Cinderella story is absolutely perfect to show you what kind of development you can get at Boston College. So what do you do? You say, hey, you're an under-recruited kid. Why don't you come to Boston College? We're going to pump you up and we'll make you a first-round draft pick. That's going to get you in a lot of doors. And now I know some of you are probably listening at home going, AJ, I don't want under-recruited players. I want the four stars. I want the mega stars to start to look at Boston College. Well, guess what, friends? Zion Johnson's story works for that too because it doesn't have to just be the rags to riches story that you could sell because, you know, you had Zion going from Davidson to a all ACC to all American to the 17th pick in the NFL draft. You can just sell to them, look, we get guys here at Boston College and we get them in the NFL. We are still O-line university. While BC may not get the love of some of the other programs that have sent, you know, offensive linemen, whether it's, you know, Ohio State, Michigan, Georgia, the Blue Bloods, Alabama, when you look at those like middle tier schools, BC is right there with every other program that's not a Blue Blood in terms of getting guys to the NFL. And getting Zion Johnson kind of snaps an a, a, an offer streak, if you will, for uh, getting NFL linemen into the uh, NFL from, I mean, sorry, getting N- uh, college linemen to the NFL from Boston College. It's been since 2019. You were hoping for more. I mean, you had Tyler Vrabel, Ren Petrula. You were hoping some of these guys might actually get to the NFL. None of them did in the draft, but you got Zion Johnson, and that is a selling point for recruits on the tr- on the recruiting trail. You can sell that to four stars. You can sell that vision to four-star recruits, right? You can say, look, we had the best offensive lineman in the ACC here. 
arguably the best. Icky, Icky from um, NC State probably was a little better, but you have one of one of two at BC. And you can come here and you can play for Jeff Halfley and Coach Googs, and you will be in line to be that next guy. And it, the the and we'll get in a moment, but the the lineup is setting up perfectly for this O line U dynasty to continue. And so that on the recruiting trail will resonate with recruits. That story, kids love that kind of stuff, right? If you have the NIL deals, you have a winning program, and you're sending NFL linemen to the NFL, then, man, you are putting yourself in good shape when you're battling like-minded programs on the recruiting trail. Now, you look at, like, BC's uh, a lot of the schools BC battles on the recruiting trail. Who are the schools that they battle? Virginia Tech, Rutgers. And they hate hearing that, but they do. They battle Penn State, um, Penn, uh, Pitt. Excuse me, NC State, Wake Forest, UVA. Now you look at those schools. Is does BC match up with them on the offensive line? Everyone except for NC State. NC State has a very good tradition, I think, at offensive line. But BC's getting up there. Now, getting Zion to the NFL, getting him that first-round draft pick, that gets people's attention. That gets recruits' attention. And I think this will be something that you'll see on all sorts of recruiting reports. Now, on BC Bulletin, I'm talking to recruits all the time. And their big thing, as we said with John Garcia last week, is the ability to get to the NFL. They love hearing about Jeff Halfley and his coaches and their experience in the NFL. That's a big deal. Now, you tailor that with you know what BC has in terms of getting guys to the NFL. You start to get more listeners in terms of the recruits. They're not there completely yet. You want to get more than one in an entire draft class, but a cream of the crop top draft pick is as good as getting like a couple fifth round draft picks or a, or a third and a seventh round draft pick. The, a first round draft pick is is good draft capital for a college program. So I think this was big for the program. I think this was a big one. And in a moment, I'm going to talk about where BC goes from here in terms of their draft and the offensive line. Cuz on Sunday, on Monday, excuse me, we're going to mention we're going to break down the entire 2023 draft class for BC. But I want to kind of look at the offensive line and look at how this offensive line you could catapult into the future. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. It's your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports development league reviews and news, including this year's base basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball, and this weekend's run to the roses at the Kentucky Derby. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering info from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. What I love about Bet Online is they have some really interesting lines. As we said on an earlier episode this week, if you think that Phil Dracovic is going to be the first pick in the draft, you put a 10 spot down there, you could get yourself a pretty nice win with with the with the line they have over at Bet Online. So head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Head over to Bet Online where the game starts. This is Locked On Boston College, AJ Black. For all of you that have made Locked On Boston College your first listen every morning, I want to thank each and every one of you. Your loyal listenership is what makes this program possible. And for each of you that like to listen to get your Boston College news and analysis here, thank you, thank you, thank you. I can't thank you each enough. And for all of you that are new to the game, that are new to Locked On Boston College, 
This is a daily BC podcast. We're the only one in the game that does this. 20 to 30 minutes a day. You're going to get all your Boston College news from me. I'm the editor and publisher of BC Bulletin on the Sports Illustration slash Fan Nation Network. So make sure to check out my work there as well. So we're still we're, we're, we're diving. We're taking a step back to get more into this Zion Johnson to the Los Angeles Chargers draft pick discussion. Because there's, there, as I said earlier, there's more meat to pick off this bone. And Zion's gone. And he leaves Boston College with quite the legacy because he, in every sense of the word, was a Boston College man. He is what you epitomize when you're looking for a player that fits the ideals of BC. He was a computer science major. He was super bright. He had his master's uh, in uh, cybersecurity, which we've heard about as he talked about it in his opening press conference. He... Um, worked hard. He pushed himself. He, I remember I went, to, I talked to him at a press conference and he was wearing a, a shirt and I asked him, I said, Hey Zion, what are you, what are you wearing there? And it was a shirt for a fundraiser. He was doing, I believe it, for, it was for a sick family member or a sick friend. And those are the types of things that Zion did. His, fa- his, his teammates thought the world of him. His coaches thought the world of him. And I think the fans really caught along on to him too, because he did so much here at Boston College. Now he's gone, and he leaves quite the hole to fill for BC. So where does BC go from here? I mean, we've talked a little bit about this when we looked at the spring game, but you now have to fill that guard hole, and there is no easy answer with who that is. I mean, I, to me, going into next season, the the, the, the surefire answer has to be Finn Durstein. Finn Durstein has been on this roster seemingly forever, and people have been asking about him because he's a Lawrence Academy player. He, you know, he played for Paul Sugakis, who's a Boston College graduate, you know, famous offensive lineman. He was a four-star recruit that committed to Steve Adazio. He is now a redshirt junior, uh, which gives him two years of uh, eligibility left, which is crazy. But you know, he was hurt for a long time. He kind of got his uh, road blocked after Christian Mahogany took the job from him. And now it looks like it's his turn. And I think, you know, he at least the, for to his credit, he's not going to have to be the anchor of this offensive line. That's going to be Christian Mahogany. Mahogany is going to be the hog on this offensive line. He's going to be the big guy, the guy that's going to make, you know, that's really going to get those high pro football focus grades. That's going to get a lot of NFL attention. That's going to be mahogany, but Durstein, he's going to still have to do a lot next year because there are so many question marks on this offensive line that a veteran like Durstein is still going to have high expectations. He can't go out there and look like he's a first-year starter. That That's unacceptable. For a kid that's been on the roster for four or five years now, he needs to look confident out there. I know he hasn't started, but Durstein needs to be a guy that BC can rely on, a guy that can be a consistent player at that guard position because there's a lot of other question marks out there. And, you know, the younger guys, when you're looking at Ozzy Trapillo or Drew Kendall, two guys that have a little, you know, Trapillo has a couple starts under him, but Drew Kendall is, is greener than grass. He hasn't played at all yet. And so he's going to be a question mark. 
And then you don't know what you're going to get from Jack Conley. I'm going to be honest with that, right? We hope he takes that next step, but he's still a huge question mark. So you have three big question marks, and and a lot of it has to do with a few different things. You hope and you pray and you pray and pray and pray that Finn Durstein will not be one of those question marks, that he's going to you know, be a, a half the player that, that Zion Johnson was. Because if you get half of what Zion did, say he makes a few mistakes here and there, you will take that every single day. Because Zion was about as flawless as a guard as you're going to get in the ACC level. He was a guy that made very few mistakes. I think he would let up one sack as a starter. You can't expect a guy to step in and, and, and play that kind of crisp, clean football. But if Finn doesn't make a lot of pre-snap mis- mistakes, holding calls, get blown off the off the line, if he, you know, missing missing blocks, things like that. If he can if he can do that kind of stuff, you can live with him, you know, get beaten get getting beaten a few times here or there. It's the mental stuff. If if he's good with that, I think we're in good shape. And I I like the opportunity for him because he obviously came with a lot of expectations. He's got the experience as much as you want to see him play, you know, in a game experience, see what Finn can do. He has been at practice for seemingly forever. So this is going to be an awesome opportunity for him to step up and take that role. But the part that I get a little worried about is what happens if Durstein doesn't work out? What if he gets bit by the injury bug again? Where does Boston college go there? And there's no, uh, at, at the guard position, I mean, they can they can obviously move some guys around. You know, Trapillo, I believe, played guard last year. So if they need if they had another tackle like Kevin Klein that they want to switch and then move Trapillo, I kind of hate when they move guys out of their position. We saw Zion kind of struggle with that in 2020 when they moved him to tackle. But if they have to, you could do that. The other option is Jude Bowery. I you know a um, f- true freshman from Maryland who was on the second team as a guard this year. He could be the guy. Could be him. Like, if Durstein doesn't work out or he gets hurt or, you know, Bowie blows things away, he could be the guy. And, you know, I love, I'm I'm a big fan of these St. Francis Academy kids like Bowery is. So if that's the case, that's okay too. So you have a couple guys that you can go with um, at that offensive guard position to fill in from what Zion Johnson left. But at the end of the day, when you're looking at this offensive line, you're you're still got a lot of concerns. You need to see what these players look like when they hit the field. You need to see what Coach Googs has done that maybe Matt Applebaum was not able to do for the last two years. Because I'll, I'll admit it, he wasn't. He was not. He made a lot of mistakes out there. And so Johnson not being there, Johnson being in the NFL, you have some names to watch for, and I, and these are the ones you're going to want to watch for. You're going to want to watch for Finn Durstein. And you're going to want to watch for Jude Bowery. Those are the two potential guys that could fill his spot in 2022. Now, if you like our show, you need to also check out Locked on ACC, hosted by the great Candace Cooper and a rotating host of Locked on ACC shows. Locked on ACC is a must listen for all of you out there. Talks about everything ACC from basketball, football, and everything in between. So check out Locked on ACC on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. 
All right, so we're kind of wrapping up our conversation on Zion Johnson. This is the Zion Johnson gets drafted by the Chargers episode pot de. And I am really pumped um, where BC is at in terms of the projections of this offensive line moving forward. Because it was, what, three years between Chris Lindstrom and Zion Johnson. And yeah, that's not that long. It's But it seems like a generation for a, uh, a team that was coached by Steve Adazio, an offensive line guru, that had some real talent on it. Because, I mean, I just looked at my – and I'll, I'll eat some humble pie here, man. When I looked at my BC Bulletin 2022 draft uh, projections from last year – I, I whiffed hard on some of those things. I, I thought Tyler Vrabel would have been drafted, um, and I thought Alec Lindstrom would have been drafted. Neither of them were. But moving ahead, moving ahead when you're talking about this offensive line, and I have to look at some of these names and see the potential for even more success in terms of getting guys that are going to be all ACC I mean, I don't knock. I don't want to say all American yet, but I, you know, get those accolades and move on to the next level. And there's two names that jump right off the page to me as players that are going to be in the NFL sooner rather than later, and that's Ozzy Trapillo and Christian Mahogany. So Christian Mahogany right now is the name you're going to want to watch for all of next year. And I'm not just saying this because he was on our show last week. It was great having him on. He was a great guest. But he is going to be one of the top three or four guards in the country next year. You ask Christian that, he says that. He ask his teammates, they all say that. And his, his pro football, grade, football focus grades all line up to show that he could progress to be that next guy. He is that good. And this is a kid that was under-recruited. He's the, again, just one of those stories, just like, just like, um, Zion Johnson, not as not as big as Zion Johnson in terms of like going from Davidson to the pros, but a a, a kid that wasn't a, a hev, uh, heavily duty, heavily recruited who wasn't lining up huge offers. He is going to be a monster at that guard position. He's six five three thirty. He's a big kid. I think he's going to be a name that you're going to want to watch for. And you know, I think Mitch Wolf will be joining us on Monday's episode to talk more about where he could fall in the draft. But Mitch has told me before, look for him to be in the first round. He's that good. So Christian Mahogany is the first one. And he's not a surprise. If, you're, if you've listened to this podcast, if you watch BC, you know how good he was going to be. Because he was on some all-ACC talk already last year, first team. He's going to do it again this year. Except he's going to be the leader of that offensive line. And I think that's going to get him even more props. Secondly, every scout that I've talked to, uh, that knows BC, people that are behind the scenes, sing the praise of Ozzy Trapillo. Now, he is uh, a legacy. You know, he had his, I believe his dad played for BC, um, and he has all the genes to be a really good football player. But I've heard he is a mauler out there. And he won't be a draft pick for 2023. He's got, you know, he's only his second or third year with the team. He He's going to take some time to develop. But... I think, you, you know, you're looking at the progression in terms of getting guys to the NFL. You have Zion, you have Chris Lindstrom in 2019. You have Zion Johnson in 2022. You're going to probably have Christian Mahogany in 2023. You're going to have Ozzy Trapillo in 2024 or 2025. That, that 
it's that starts to set up that that feeling of offensive line U at Boston College to bring BC's pedigree at, in terms of their offensive line back to the national level. And I think Trapillo's going to do that. Now, to be fair, I don't want to jump on the hype bandwagon yet with him because we really haven't seen him play a ton. That being said, when you watch, you know, one of the sayings is when you watch an offensive line, if you hear a guy's name a lot, that's usually a bad thing. Trapillo played quite a bit, and you didn't hear his name all that often. It wasn't like, and I hate bringing him up because he seems like a nice guy, but Jack Conley, when he was out there, it was like, oh, mistake. Oh, that guy got blown up. Jack Conley got blown up. His name brought was brought up quite a bit. Trapillo was not like that. So I, that's a good sign. And now you're going to give him multiple snaps, multi, you know, Throughout the season, hopefully that success will build on itself. He'll get the experience. He'll be he'll he'll learn technique and and really kind of solidify himself. And he'll take a couple years, but he will get to that next level. And I think that is exciting. So, you know, he's there. Like his like there's other players on this roster that yeah, you could say oh you know if he develops, if Elijah Krasnovic develops, he could be the guy. Or you know I've heard things about Kevin Klein. Like maybe he but. They're not even in the conversation yet. I don't think it's fair to bring any of those guys up yet because you don't know what they're going to look like when they get to the starting lineup. Trapillo, we've already seen pieces of it. He's already the starter in spring football. So he's he's that second guy. But I, I love where this offensive line is going in terms of building some con- continuity in terms of getting guys to the NFL. That pathway is very clear right now. And I hate to say it because I know... If you're like me, you're not in the same. Uh, you're in the. You have the same mind frame, but all those guys there: Chris Lindstrom, Zion Johnson, um, Ozzy Trapillo, and Christian Mahogany. Who was their lead, Who was their coach that recruited all of them? It wasn't Jeff Hathley, folks. It was Steve Adazio. <laughs> so, um, you know, credit when credits due. He he was able to get some guys in. Now it's time for Googs and, and Jeff Hathley to get their guys in, and we have not seen any of them. Other than it, any of them yet, Drew Kendall will be the first uh, test dummy of a Jeff Halfley um, offensive lineman, and but we don't know what they're going to look like, so it's not fair to say those guys are going to turn into NFL guys yet. But that's going to be a big question mark, and one thing we'll be watching as we kind of go into uh, next season. Now on Friday's show, it is Mailbag Friday because last week was. The NFL draft. We did not do a mailbag. I'd love to do one this week. So find me on Twitter at AJBlack underscore BC. You can DM me. You can email me. I have a new email address that makes life easy. AJBlackMedia at gmail.com. Again, that's AJBlackMedia at gmail.com. Feel free to email me any questions. I love to get them because you guys ask some great ones. Ask anything you want. I, I Again, it doesn't have to always be BC football. You guys know some of the things I love talking about. I'll talk about Star Wars. I'll talk about any. You know, today's May the 4th as I'm recording this. I'll talk about anything you guys want. But um, I, I always like to, to keep it closer to BC. But we'll, we're always up for some fun. Um, and finally, we have another big uh, interview in the works coming up. We've had Zay Flowers on. We had Christian Mahogany just in the last two weeks. I got another third one. I think you guys are going to enjoy, hopefully, if this one comes true. So we'll keep your ears open. I'm going to, again, this is my goal of the summer, is to get more interviews for you guys, because I think a lot of you want to hear some of the names that are associated with BC on our show. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you again soon. Take care.